Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to this podcast episode. I'm so excited to have you here on this one. In this episode, I've got a very special interview to share with you with Rebecca Ives, who if you haven't already come across Rebecca Ives, who is the content queen on Instagram, I highly suggest that you go check her out on Instagram. She is awesome and she just pumps out bite-sized pieces of content to seriously keep you on your game of authenticity and being in your big, bright, shining light. So I I highly recommend going to check her out. I, I love her content. You're going to hear all about it in this episode. In this episode, we chat about her business journey, how she got started doing business with authenticity. She gives in this episode some really awesome exercises or things that you can go and do right now if you're feeling stuck with your Instagram content or any content that you create and you're not feeling in your sparkly magic about it. And they are some awesome suggestions. So I'm excited to get into this episode. And without further ado, let's hear it. All right. Welcome, Rebecca, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Honestly, I was saying this to you beforehand and I was sharing this on my Instagram stories yesterday that I think my listeners are going to be so excited to hear from you. Um, <laughs> yes, you've got oh, just such a powerful message and such amazing content. So welcome. Thank you so much and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here and I can't wait to chat. Yes. All right. I'm going to introduce uh, Rebecca for anyone that doesn't already know her. So Rebecca Ives is a psychic marketing coach and self-proclaimed, I was going to say money queen. That's the name of my course. Content queen. Love it. (laughs) It's just about about to start at the time of recording. It's just about to start. So I'm Uh, She helps her clients blast open their hot content channel and grow their online businesses to six figures and beyond. Her work has been featured in Entrepreneur, Business Insider, and the Huffington Post, and she currently lives just outside Washington, D.C. with her fiancé, Brandon, and their fur baby. And I want to, I want to also just give like a little informal intro to Rebecca as well. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I came across Rebecca on Instagram. I'm going to say at some point in the last six months, maybe about six months ago. And instantly, instantly, I oh. resonated <laughs> with your content. And, uh, you know, I love it so much. It makes me laugh. Um, and it also, it also, 
shares really deep messages in really bite-sized things. There's so much mm-hmm. that I like that I have got from just actually reading your content that's helped me with my content already. Um, so I'm that's excited. Magical to hear. That's literally my goal. I view people on Instagram as like my clients before they ever become clients. And my goal is to like get people results before they ever work with me as a coach. And so that's, I, I'm so happy to hear that. Like that makes me thrilled. I, or if, if they never work with me, like I really, it like deeply speaks to my soul that you felt like your content, like came alive or there was more flow or whatever it was. That's awesome. Definitely. And, and it has actually led to me being a client because I'm just about to take yeah. it cause <laughs> marketing miracle. Yay! But I'll just say one of the really big things that I've got from your content that's, oh, that's, goodness. Made, a big, <laughs> that's made a big difference. Oh my gosh. And I actually, this is what I got from it before. I think I even saw possibly you do a post about this specifically is not like trying to solve everyone's problems in one freaking post like not like not every post has to be like this big long thing yes this permission to just make short snappy things and just like something bite-sized and actually sometimes that's even more impactful anyway Totally. It's also way easier. And also, I think we all get to just decide that the thoughts that we think in our brain that just like pass through over the course of the day, because we're all having lots of thoughts or wildly valuable pieces of content, we can literally just put it on a graphic, send it out into the internet. And like, I think there is a thing about not that I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you have to post all the time to stay top of mind. But I do think, like, just like in a friendship or a relationship, like, not every time you talk to someone who you're building a friendship with or relation, it's not always this like deep, intense, super elaborate. Like sometimes it's like, oh, hey, like, what's up? How was your weekend? You know what I mean? And I think there's just a relational quality. Plus, it's way easier to create content when there's not so much pressure on each and every post. So, yeah, I just went on a lot. No elaborate, yeah. whatever. But I, and, yeah. And that's when the magic's going to come through, right? Is when totally. you're not pressure on yourself. Totally. And it's a long game. Like, (laughs) I also think that like feeling like it has to happen overnight can Mm. add to that pressure for sure. Yes, totally. Oh, I'm so about breaking down that mentality, which I feel is just perpetuated through a lot of the messaging out there in the online business world. It's like, you've got to get be this successful this fast. And if you're not, you're doing yeah. something wrong and you're failing, you should be able to get to this yeah. income per month, you know, straight I'm nine away. years in. I've been coaching for nine years, so I am not an overnight success <laughs> at all. But I think, I think there are so many different success stories and that they're all beautiful, you know. Totally. And that's a perfect segue because <laughs> what I'd love to hear about first is how yeah. you got started in your business. Yeah slowly. Um, to be totally honest, no, I got started. Well, I went through a terrible breakup in 2012 that led me to joining a women's creativity circle at my local yoga studio. And there I met someone who was a life coach and I had just never known that coaching was like a thing. I was like, you know, my parents were both lawyers. I grew up in DC. Like it was just not a legitimate career path that I had ever thought about. 
Um, and at the time I was working in marketing and I don't know, it was like it planted a seed. And like eight months later, I signed up for my first coach training program and I did that. And then I like got my first paid client, like, I don't know, like eight months after that, like again, slow. Like it was the online world wasn't what it is now. Mm. Like I knew like a few big names in the industry who are way, way, way further ahead than me. And like, I had one friend who was a coach, but it wasn't. And I think that was kind of a blessing because I think now like there's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of people you could compare yourself to or whatever, but I was kind of not aware or it wasn't the online space. Wasn't what it was today. So like, yeah. Um, and so I started as like a, a coach for women in DC who were post breakup and like kind of, reorienting themselves. And then over time, I just realized like I had all this experience in online marketing. And like, once I kind of got my shit together, like I was actually pretty good at like sales and marketing and writing. And so yeah, I kind of pivoted into being a marketing coach. And that's when my business really started to take off. And um, yeah, I think 2016 was my first like six figure year. And then I just, yeah, grown from there and been doing this a while. I'm kind of like a grandma in the online coaching space, like a little bit. Like that's how I feel sometimes. But yeah, that's a little bit of my story. Yeah. You know, I I feel like there's as well, as you said at the beginning, there's there's all different stories and paths to success. But there is something about having and maybe this just kind of speaks a bit to my experience as well. Like having having quite a lot of experience in the industry or years behind you where you've been learning things, you've been trying to figure it out, maybe things weren't working out for ages or like you're you're trying to work out what works for you and you're also trying to really work out like what you're offering and what your message is all at the same time and then it, you know, and it's not bad if that doesn't all happen straight away and then it starts to click, you know, and then once it starts to click, you've you've actually got – these years of experience already behind you that just somehow gives you like a really solid footing is what I kind of get. Yeah. I love that so much. And yeah, I agree. And I think, I think a lot of it is just like practice. Like, like at this point, like you can put almost anyone in front of me and I feel like I can coach the shit out of them. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like a grounded confidence because I've just done so much coaching, but I think, um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. Like, wait, can you ask me the question again? I'm sorry. I was just saying about, you know, having those years behind you, I guess, of trying Mm. and working out what the hell you're even doing, what the hell you're even offering before, you know, it actually then starts to come together. Yeah. And you've already got, you know, experience and possibly even a bit of a body of work behind you kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. And I think success can often happen in spurts for some people. And there's, you know, there's, it's more than just like sales. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different pieces to running like an online business that isn't like a house of cards that like a light wind can blow over. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that sometimes does take time. It doesn't for everyone, you know, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Something just came to me then that's also just totally passed by. Uh, 
All right, we'll keep moving. It's my energy. I'm a manager <laughs> and I'm literally like, like, that's my way. People say that often. They're like, I don't know. I feel happy and bubbly, but I'm all over the place. <laughs> Just like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was something about, oh, yeah, do you know, I don't, I don't know if this is everyone's experience, but it certainly was for uh, me. And I do see this in a lot of people that I work with yeah. that I started I discovered the online world of business in yeah. 2014. Okay, so you're a grandma too. I'm a bit of a grandma, yes. Okay, I love it. <laughs> and I had, at the time I had, I was working full-time as an engineer and I had wow. a hobby, raw food business and it was actually. What? Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> and it was a woman in my town because I, I did these markets who said to me, oh, you should really be thinking about this as a business. And then she put uh-huh. me on to people like Marie Forleo. And this she was one of the girl. first people that I followed, like Marie yes. Forleo, Danielle Laporte. Yes. I mean, like those were like the original, Chris Carr, like yes. those people. That was like my introduction. Yeah. Yes. So it was for me as well. And that started to open my eyes to it. And so I did a whole bunch of courses. And it was, yeah. it was about, it was in 2015, though, that I started coaching and I started, cool. I guess, more doing online stuff. Yeah. But what, what I was going to say, which I, I feel like is this funny thing, is that I, I, was got so into it and I was so passionate and inspired about it and I studied mm-hmm. all these different business courses yeah and so I knew I like I knew a lot of things about the things you need to set up and the things you need to do yeah. but I didn't it didn't really drop in for mm-hmm. a few more years yeah you know? like I was same. doing the literally things. same yeah and and yeah. somehow, yeah, just somehow at some point it clicked. I was like, oh, my God, like this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Even though I've known the things, it, I just didn't get it. Like I just didn't yeah. get how you need to connect with people or things. Like yeah. some, there was something I didn't get and I, I just remember like it all started to drop in wow. eventually and I was like, oh, Okay, it just kind of takes time for it to drop yeah. in. Yeah, for sure. And initiations, because like, you know, there's a part of you that's like, oh, I want all this success and all these things. And then there's like your human part that's like holding all the things. And that's like a whole other, whole other thing. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. So that's actually a great segue into my next I'm question. Great. I want to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what has been most uh, challenging about growing your online business or or ha- mm-hmm. having your own business? Yeah, I mean, at different times, I would say the answer would be different. I mean, something that's definitely been a big thing the last year is like, you know, especially if you have a lot of like higher ticket clients or like even it's having a coaching business from my perspective is like a lot of relationships and it's a lot of like sometimes intense relationships because people are transforming. They're going into their deepest stuff. Like it's, it's kind of full on. And so I think navigating everything that can come up when you're leading a group of women, um, and just everything that can come up, like holding containers of women, I think sometimes is challenging. Um, 
boundaries with social media is sometimes quite challenging. Mm. Um, just like having more eyes on you is sometimes just a lot for the nervous system. And then another thing I would say that's been challenging at times is being kind of ADHD and thinking almost falling for this idea that I have to be more of like a, an organized CEO that does things in this linear way rather than just like how I naturally flow through. And the more I come back to just like who I am and my essence, and that's when things just like take off the most. And so I think the tendency to want to look to people who have expertise or are more successful tell you in some way that the way you're doing it is wrong or the way, you know what I mean? You have to be more this way. And the the tendency to maybe abandon yourself can sometimes be hard, but also it's like amazing. Like I would say most of the business is just really joyful and magical. And I, I feel deeply honored at like, I don't want to say every day, but like most days, like, mm. like this is work. Like, do you, like what, like what we're doing right now? Like I'm talking to this really cool woman in Australia with pink hair about business. <laughs> and this is part of my work day. Like what is even life? So there's a lot of that, I would say. Mm. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. Um, and so then is there a, trying to think how to phrase this question. <laughs> was there a time where earlier on you did really box yourself in and you did think, oh, this is how I'm being told to do things. This is how I have yes. to do things. And so what was the impact on your business when you were in that kind of mode and how did you break out mm-hmm. of it? You know, there were a couple of coaches that I worked with that were great people, but whose overall philosophy like core values just weren't an exact match to mine and like no shade whatsoever. But it was kind of more the like perfect glamour girl, like Mm. never show negative emotion, always have your shit together and like hair toss Chanel bag kind of vibe. And that's just like not fully me at my core. It's it's not about the Chanel bag, but there's like, I'm a very wild and raw and authentic. And like, I have a lot of big feelings and a lot of opinions. And so like, I, there were definitely times where I, I was trying, like, I, I don't know, I had a coach once tell me that I needed to post more lifestyle photos and less words, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. just things like that. And um, I think like, stepping away from certain even like friend groups, setting boundaries with family, ending things with certain coaches, like actually like liberated a lot of energy. And um, so that was a big piece. I also think my partner, Brandon has just brought a lot of like, he really sees me really supports me. And like, he's very energetically attuned and he's a coach himself. So he's pretty accurate. He has a pretty accurate read when he's like, Oh, you're doing that thing. Or you're like, you're venturing off into that like perfectionist mode or you know what I'm saying? So. I think having people around you that like, yeah, know you really well. Does that answer your question? I feel like I keep like word salading you today. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Was was there a particular moment or, you Uh know, experience that made you realize, oh my God, I don't have to do this. I can do things my own way. Well, this is interesting. And I think a lot of people in the coaching industry would disagree with me, but I 
don't always have like a high ticket coach. Like I think there's a myth Mm -hmm. in this industry that you always have to have a coach. And I don't necessarily fully agree. And I don't know where you stand on it or or whatever, but um, that was kind of like a rebellious thing. And Mm -hmm. I, I actually had my first six figure month totally coach free, like without a coach without, and it was just like me and my energy (laughs) and all that stuff. So And I've had, you know, like I have a therapist and I'm supported and I've obviously like super fully been coaching, but there were some rules about like, yeah, always having to have a coach or always having to, I don't know, just something about that, that like felt like almost like I was breaking a rule, but it was actually really good for me. Um, I have an open head in human design. And so being able to like really hear my own thoughts and be in my own channel is very helpful. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally don't. I just I don't don't think there are any conditions. Like, there's not a condition yeah. that you always need to have a uh, high ticket coach or people yeah. you know, people aren't going to invest in you if you don't invest in yourself. I think there's great power in investing in yourself. Totally, but it's, 100%. but I mean, it's I think it's bullshit to say people won't invest yeah. in you if you don't invest. Oh, so I better invest in myself just so I can get people to invest in me. Like that's or just like. That's like that you always the wrong have, mindset. That you always have to be investing at the edge of your like comfort mm. zone to be growing. And I just don't, don't think that's how you build wealth. And so I think kind of just exiting out of anything other than I feel a deep soul pull to invest in this. Like I feel mm. like like really investing in coaching myself and from a really clean place and having experiences with mentors who are just like so in integrity and just yeah I don't know that's been very healing for me yeah didn't expect to go in this direction but (laughs) it's interesting for sure yeah yeah and I just want to say to everyone listening if you want some daily inspiration about being yourself and just showing up as who the fuck you are and in your 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 essence and your messiness and your humanness and all that you are. I highly recommend that you if you don't already go follow Rebecca on Instagram. Aww. We'll give your handle again at the end, but it's it's at the underscore content underscore queen, right? You got it. That's it. Got it. I know. So I see those posts. Um because, you know, that's, that's always what you're sharing. And I think that's so powerful. And that's, I think that's something I instantly resonated about with your content was that you're sex positive. Yes. You're cold, like, <laughs> and, you know, you're just. I tell the truth. I try yeah. to, in my post, I try to imagine that I'm like in a group chat with close girlfriends who like, and and very much like we're all equals. I just like happen to have pockets of knowledge and wisdom around marketing. And I'm like, totally here to help you, but also like, let's be friends. Like that's kind of the vibe Mm. I want. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, um, it's powerful and it's, it, it's just helps break down. I think that conditioning of, yeah, I've got to be perfect. I've got to show myself as perfect. Like I can't even. (laughs) Yeah. I've got to be accepted. I've got to be liked. I can't say something that someone's going to disagree with or that's going to upset them or that's going to trigger them or that's, you know, people might judge me. I'll be rejected from society if I say these things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, your power 
is obviously in just being who you are, even though that can be really scary and really vulnerable to begin with as you start totally. to crack that open. I was not this self-expressed forever. Like I was actually like the shy girl in the beginning of high school. Like I've definitely not always been self-expressed the way I am now. And it was definitely bit by bit. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't all at once. So if somebody else is like, oh, I want to be expressed, but I, I feel really afraid. Like I'm a big fan of like baby steps, a little bit less censored, a little like doesn't have to happen overnight. And every small act of courage like matters and counts and is like so beautiful. Yes. You know, I feel like that's how it happened for me as well. So I, um, when I first got into coaching, I was doing life coaching. I quickly got Mm -hmm. into, um, and you know, studied, uh, coaching people around their sexuality because I had, I had had just a huge transformation in that area. And I wanted to help other women in a similar Mm -hmm. situation. And so I was really out there about all of that. And then I totally long story that I'm not going to go into. I totally just quit that at some point and was like, I'm not going to do that. Don't know what I'm going to do now. Mm -hmm. And then my money coaching business emerged a couple of years later. And, um, and when I started that and for the first couple of years, I felt like I just had this unconscious thing of like, Oh, I'm talking about money. Therefore I can't really bring in those other sides of myself and Mm. the sexuality knowledge, which I do bring in now, just even Mm. from a place of connecting with your power. Yeah. And it's, it took a long time to break through that and just get back fully in who I am. And, and that took that, there was lots of different levels in that as well. And I remember thinking just even last year, I'm pretty sure I was watching someone's reels or something on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I can see that there's a level of expression I'm not tapping into right now. Like I can't, I I feel like I can't share that part of me. People are just going to think I'm seeking attention or whatever. And, and, and I don't think it would have worked if I tried to force myself into Mm -hmm. just being more like that. Bulldozing through your. Yeah. It it just wouldn't have even looked authentic. It would have been like, but having that intention and just continuing to show up as me, it is just naturally unfolded. You that know? is so beautiful. Like that's such the feminine way. I love that so much. Yeah. And I, I just really find that um, to be how I've experienced coming into my full self-expression is totally. it's like I can't, I couldn't force it from a place of like, oh, well, I need to be more like that or I want yeah. to, but I don't know how. It's just, yeah, it's the it's a blossoming of a flower. It's an unfolding. It's totally the blossoming <laughs> of a flower. I think that's, it couldn't be more true. And that's how I see business also. Mm, yes. Yeah. It's just a, a flower that like bit by bit like blossoms. And yeah. a lot of it 
we can keep going with this analogy. I love it. But it's like, sometimes it's like a seed and you don't see anything. You don't see anything. Yes. You don't see anything. And you're watering and you're waiting. You're like, is it ever going? And then all of a sudden it spouts up and then like suddenly it blooms. And it's like, wait, what? You know, and those pieces can happen very quickly, but it's because of yes. all the seed planting and the watering and the time, you know? And so just a good analogy that's a yeah that's a really good analogy and description of that it's so like that yeah so the next thing that (laughs) I'd love to hear you talk about because I'm I'm also very passionate about this and I and you are the best example of this and I give you as an example all the time to people oh you're so sweet I'm so (laughs) so honored (laughs) is um I want you to share with us about what you uh like what you don't have to do to grow your instagram for example oh unfun things out of integrity things and you know like what the thing i always give as an example is like yeah you don't have to do reels like look at this go and look at this account you know because everyone's got this idea of oh posts are dead you have to do reels to grow your instagram all these things you know um, what so people never get what sick of? Us about that? When somebody is just having a damn good time and in their flow and offering wild value, people like that in any form. And I just think you've got to do, I think for some people, reels are so natural and awesome. And like, I think, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think. Okay. So I, my core belief is that my thoughts create my reality. And like, I don't just say that, like, I believe that deeply. And I believe my thoughts about my content, about Instagram, about my audience, about my channel, that those thoughts create my reality. And so I often just like reverse architect, like what thoughts do I need to think to create the feelings that will lead to the actions that will create this? And um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't believe there are objective truths about how to grow your Instagram. I just believe that I create my reality. And so it will line up Mm. in the path of least resistance. And I very intentionally decide what I want to believe to be true. Oh my God. I don't know if that, does that resonate? Like it's, it's like, if you believe that reels are the only way, then, then it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So like, I think the first step, okay, the first step is to really open up to the fact that your thoughts create your reality. And then once you're like warming up to that thought to be like, okay, what do I want to install? So for example, like I've installed that people come up across my page and instantly like feel a deep resonance. And then like you said in the beginning of this interview, or maybe it was before you're like, instantly I felt resonance. Like I believe that I installed that and then I attracted Mm. you. Do you know what I mean? And I so often just have these experiences of like, oh my God, like things happening in my reality that I wrote in my journal first all the time. And so I really, I am a spiritual conscious creation Instagram witch. I don't believe, I think the tactics are, and any piece of content is like a container for a core thoughts and emotion. So that's, kind of my philosophy around it all. I love that. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put some of my words on what I took from, take from that. Okay. Yeah. I would love okay. that. <laughs> so one of them is, is actually just having a really strong intention and yes. not, not being in the mindset of, like you said, 
oh, there's a way it is that I need to conform to. I am the, right. you know, there's this, there's this thing that's powerful and I've got to try to work out how to get what yeah. I want from that powerful thing rather than being like, I am the creator. I am powerful. I choose yeah. what I create. And this yeah. is what I choose. And this is my, yes. I have this intention for this is what I'm creating mm-hmm. without, without starting off inside a box, you know? Yes. I, I don't and know if that makes follow, sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And then you kind of follow the breadcrumbs. And so for some mm. people, Instagram just not may not be the way. They could have a completely mm. offline business and that's what's most aligned for their energy. And like spending tra- time trying to do reels is like the absolute worst use of their time. It's like draining their energy. You know what I'm saying? For other people, it's totally not. So I totally agree with you. Yes. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a client at the moment who... um didn't doesn't doesn't want to have social media as which is so valid like I coach people around Instagram but I do not believe that everyone needs social media to be successful in the slightest like at all I agree and anyway she has just through being in that intention and Mm -hmm. you know following the inspired action that comes to her she's got this she's created this other channel where she has like a hundred people coming to um an event that she puts on every month now that's That's amazing off social media and it you know you create it people did business before social media before the internet now the internet is amazing and beautiful and it's my like playground of choice but yeah I completely agree it's all about like being a powerful human being a magnet for what you want and then like yeah, following the breadcrumbs. And as for following the breadcrumbs, I found human design to be very helpful mm. in like in the manifesting process. So I just always want to drop that in as well. Yes. The other thing that I I love about what you were just describing the, you know, thoughts become things, thoughts become your reality. Yeah. The podcast episode I released this week. Yeah. was all about assumptions and the power of making assumptions. And that's what I feel mm-hmm. like you're exactly just speaking yes. to is, you know what? I'm going to assume that people that come to my page feel instant resonance. I'm going to assume that I, that I can grow my Instagram posting whatever the fuck I want or like, you know, whatever yeah. those or I'm going to assume people love me. I'm going to yeah. assume, this is a big one. I'm going to assume people feel my heart. And even if I do write something controversial, people are going to totally get what I meant and like see where I'm coming from. Like we can use those assumptions yes. in so many places. And when you actually come from that assumption, it's like you you grid it ahead of time to be a much better experience, you know? I love that. That's super cool. Yes. That and really, I love those examples you just shared. It's so yeah. powerful, and it puts you in the creative position. And it totally, it it also just totally changes how you're going to show up yourself. And so everything. Right. everyone listening everything. to this, everyone <laughs> listening to this, like, come up with five really positive assumptions that you want to start assuming about Instagram, like just in your wildest fantasy, and then like literally tell your brain to install them as your new assumptions. I love it. Yeah. I'm giving you homework on your podcast. No, that's you know, <laughs> that's your follow on from the five assumptions. If you listen to my, I, that's literally what I said, oh, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but not about Do Instagram, that. not about Instagram. So 
This is one to specifically make around your marketing and around your Instagram because, you know, a lot of people um, get stuck in conditions. So I guess that's the other point that I wanted to pull out of what you shared is, you know, part of the problem a lot of people have is assuming that there's all these conditions that must be in place or yeah I need oh, yeah. reels in order to grow my Instagram I need to do this in order to get this I need to post totally. this many times a day and whatever um and it's not true it's, it's, it's totally not true. not true and also you get to decide what's true for you yeah you literally get to say like for every person that's like, I have to post three times a day. You can literally decide like my content is so potent that I post once a week and like sell out all my offers. Like who, who's to stop? Who's to argue with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. It's another great assumption. All right, guys. I know. Five assumptions. Five yes. assumptions about Instagram. Everyone go back and listen to that and then share your <laughs> assumptions and then tell, tag Alex on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the content queen. And me, if you want to. Yes. Uh, so another question that I had for you, which possibly we've covered, but maybe there's something different, is yeah. what is the biggest bullshit thing that people are taught about growing their businesses? Um, ooh, there's so many. What wants to come through? Um. That somebody else knows better than their intuition. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? That mm. this is the way or this mm. is the way or you have to do this or it's only strategy or it's only mindset or it's that you you can't do this without this or you have to be. It's like all just what worked for someone. So I think it really, I mean, this is kind of vague, but it's like any, like you, I believe we are all coded to thrive. Like deep within us, we have a blueprint for our highest joy and thriving in all areas, including business. And I believe that our intuition is a compass that needs to be followed. And I think anything that feels like an itchy sweater to who you truly are, like stop doing it. That's, mm. that's what I think. That is the best. Like, I, I love that you said that there's, mm. there's no higher authority than your intuition. And yeah you won't be in your power if you keep trying to outsource that authority and get the mm-hmm. answers from someone else. Like, yeah, totally. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Powerful. And so what would you say, what would be your top, I don't know, maybe three tips for mm-hmm. someone who is feeling stuck with Instagram at the moment they feel like it's heavy it's hard I guess maybe a bit of an obligation relationship with it Mm. okay so my top thing I love going on like a rampage so sometimes when I just feel stuck like I'll just do like a week of just I mean this is kind of what I do all the time but what I would recommend to this person is maybe to just like do like an imperfect post challenge where you don't even try to be perfect mm-hmm. and you just like say some real shit and you just like say like commit like I'm gonna write one thing a, a day at least for like 20 days and it could be totally terrible I don't even care but to just like kind of 
It almost feels like an uncorking. I would also say if you're feeling stuck and plateaued, but there has been a past time where you were really in flow, I would really just stop and think like, when did that change? Like what happened? Because oftentimes there's a, there's an event that causes us to close or silence or doubt or, you know, turn like hide a little bit. It often, you know, maybe a family member says something, maybe you get like online criticism, maybe you have a flopped launch or something, you lose your mojo, I don't know, whatever it is. So I would pinpoint that and really go back and love up on your inner little kid and like anything that came up around that. Um, and then I would also, what I say, take marketing miracle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else that's like, for now, okay, so they're stuck and plateaued. I would also say you need to, um, oh, here's what I would say. I would ask, why do they think they're stuck and plateaued? Notice the first like three to five reasons your brain comes up with when you ask yourself, like, why, why is this happening? And then I would use those reasons. I would flip them around into empowering mantras. So for example, if they're like, um, you know, let's say, why isn't Instagram growing? Let's say, use the real example. Like, oh, because you have to use reels to grow and I'm not good at reels. Then you need to create some kind of mantra that like maybe reels are just one of many ways you can grow on Instagram. Um, My content always reaches the right people. Like my growth has nothing to do with the tactics that I use and everything to do with the thoughts I think. I create my reality, like something like that. So I would really get curious about... because. When something's not working in our business, it's always, I believe, because of our thoughts, what it, that's what it boils down to. And so just, yeah, I'm often, if I don't like a result, I'm like, why do I think this is happening? And literally, I just list mm-hmm. out what my brain comes up with. I flip them into mantras and I like incorporate them into like my practice. Wow. I love that. I think that's going to be such a powerful thing for everyone to do. Yes. Uh, So what, this is maybe a similar, well, no, it's not that similar, but um, the last question that I wanted to ask is what advice would you give to someone starting out in their business Mm. at the moment? Yeah. Okay. What would I give to someone starting their business? I would say proactively create genuine friendships with people who are on a similar path. I'm in a peer mastermind that I've been in for years now. And it's been so helpful to just have other women over a longer period of time who are like going through it and going on. And I think one of the hardest things when you first start your business, at least this was my case, is like, it was also I was having this like spiritual awakening And I felt like a lot of people in my life, for the most part, like couldn't relate. And so I think really creating like community, a community, a circle of people who like are on the same path as you and really love you and are a fuck yes to you and your power is like the most powerful thing you could possibly do. So that's the first thing I would say, you know, spending time investing in genuine friendships is never a waste of time. Like that's, it's just, it's the most important thing in my opinion. Um, I would say start imperfectly sharing the thoughts in your brain on your internet every day. Like just don't worry about having a niche. Don't worry about selling. Don't worry about doing it wrong. Just like practice talking to the internet. 
Like literally, like it should be terrible. Like that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? So everyone's embarrassed of their first step. So I would say, talk to the internet every day. And I would say, tell people you're a coach, like in your life, like find ways to weave it in. Mm -hmm. And I would also say to change your definition of success, like, like reframe a win as any time you step courageously in the direction of where you want to go and celebrate the little things because they're not little things. So like anytime you, let's say you're at a party with a bunch of old friends or something and people are like, oh, what do you do? And you are tempted to be like, say say what you used to do or whatever. Let's say you're still working a job and, and, and you actually in that moment are like, oh, I'm a life coach. And you take that little risk like that is massive. It's so big. It's so huge. It's so worthy of celebrating. Every time you put yourself, you you go on a live stream and then afterwards you're just, you want to die because you're so anxious. <laughs> like that's massive. Like those things are so big. Every time you do a discovery call and they don't say yes and you feel like you totally messed it up and you fumbled, like that is so, like you should be so proud of yourself. So really like almost like celebrate the actions that you're taking rather than the results because success comes after a bunch of cringy failure. That's everybody's path that I, who's telling the truth. And um, that's what I would say. I love that. I love that so much. Do you know, people, I, I have people say to me like, oh, you're so good on video. And I'm like, yeah. you didn't see. You're like, my- I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> when I got started on video, my sister was literally embarrassed about me. My partner literally just oh, like. Oh, I've had family members. <laughs> yeah, same here. Like whatever. It's it's really courageous to be in the arena. There's like a Brene Brown quote, I think, or maybe it's like mm. Elizabeth Gilbert. One I think of them. It's Brene Brown, yeah. Yeah, they have a quote about being in the arena. And I would yeah. just say like, Access the emotion of pride around the courageous acts you're taking. Yes. Like that's what I want to say to new, newer entrepreneurs. Yes, because, you know, there's probably at least, I don't know how many, but let's say 10 people that are wanting to do it that aren't. Yeah. Because they only want to be at this six, quote unquote success point. They don't yeah. want to do that first bit. And it's the people that are going to do the first bit, which is, Oh, that makes me think of something that Elizabeth Gilbert talks about, which is eating the shit sandwich. Are you willing to eat the shit sandwich? The people that don't want to eat the shit sandwich are not going to get there. Yes. If you're willing to eat the shit sandwich, like that's your reward. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for your time and for sharing. This was such a delight. I love connecting with you. Yes, all of your magic and all of your wisdom. There's so much, so many things just in there, especially in that last segment that for everyone to go away and do and add some more magic and sparkle and juice to their Mm. marketing. Yay. So if people have listened to this and they're like, oh, my God, I need more fucking Rebecca in my life. How can I get more Rebecca in my life? (laughs) How can people do that? Yeah, come play on Instagram. I'm at the underscore content underscore queen. I also have on my Instagram and like my the link in my bio, I have a free masterclass that you can look at, which is the masterclass I did 
right like before slash during my first 100k cash month and so it really captures like the three months leading up to that exactly what I did practically and strategically and it was just like really a turning point in my business and so that's like a two-part masterclass. each one is like an hour totally free so I recommend that I think it's like really helpful um and then yeah just hang out on Instagram I also have a program called marketing miracle which is Super awesome. And just the goal is to help you triple your Instagram growth, engagement, and soulmate client DMs in a very pleasurable and simple way. There's a lot of deep support there. The modules are great. The community is really amazing. It's very loving. It's very real. And um, yeah, I love it. So. I can't wait. I'm about <laughs> to start it. <laughs> Yay. Yes, I I actually signed up during the pre-sale in. Oh, did you? Yes, it must have been around the new year. Oh wow! So it's been a minute for you. We're yes. coming. It's coming soon. <laughs> and I and I started. I did the first like opening. I think intention setting meditation, which was just so oh. beautiful. And then I've had like a very busy year and I'm like, I'm just going to wait until we start. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yes. So I I can't wait. So I'll be able to tell you guys all about that um, (laughs) on the program and you'll probably see, if you see my Instagram. Her Instagram is about to blow up. So. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Um, So I'm going to put the links for all of that in the episode description. So you'll be able to find that there and the link to find Rebecca on Instagram as well. And if you don't already follow Rebecca on Instagram, what are you doing? You are so sweet. <laughs> Go follow her. You're going to love it. It's just like a having Aww. a little burst of magic and sparkle like Aww. on your feed each day. That's absolutely what it's like. That must have been the program you installed because that's... I guess so. <laughs> that's what's happening. You know, I think we, we install some things consciously and some things mm. unconsciously. So I think I installed like people feel my vibe or something. So maybe it's... But I love that. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. you so much, Rebecca. And I, I can't wait me. to see you in Marketing Miracle. Yay. Me too. Wow. What an awesome interview. I think that's actually how I sign off all of my interviews. Wow. Wasn't that an amazing interview? Wasn't that person amazing? Which they always are. And this one is no exception. So I'm going to say it again, guys, if you haven't already gone and found Rebecca Ives on Instagram, go and do that. You won't regret it. You'll love scrolling through a whole bunch of posts on her feed and you'll feel very inspired afterwards. And of course, if you did enjoy Enjoy this episode. I would love for you to share it with a friend, share it with someone that you think would also benefit from it, help get this message out there so that we can all really step into our power doing the work that we fucking love, being our brightest, most shiny, sparkly. Well, I say shiny, sparkly because that's part of my you know, that's part of my true expression. Yours might be really earthy and primal. So I'm just going to say you shining bright as exactly who you fucking are. All right. Sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.